Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, Director of Sales for Bone Adhesives. I'm Rob Johnson from Bone Training. How are we doing, Rob? Oh, doing real good, bud. How are you today? How are you really doing, Rob? I'm really doing good. Are you really? Yeah. Really good. Yeah, well, I am. Glad to hear that. Yeah, I'm a glasses half full guy. Everybody knows that. So. All right, cool. Well, our episode today is going to be on... Um, on estimating and you had an experience that uh, you were t- kind of telling me about a little bit so um you uh seemed pretty hyped about it so do spill the tea i was really excited that email you, you could you could feel it in the email i sent you didn't i you? could tell you were pretty amped up well when bona lets me go and i have to go back to doing wood floors i'm going to completely change the way that i used to do estimates I, um, we had some unbelievable rain here in, in the end of July. I mean, basement was flooded. It was bad. And I've needed to redo my basement concrete floor and install French drains and all that. I've needed to do that since I lived in this house. Which was since? Since 1990. Right. Well, yeah. you got a lot so going it's, on. it's only 33 years yeah, yeah. that I've been putting this off right foundations will last forever anyhow hey you think so until they start to get wet and soft yeah so one o'clock in the morning the pumps are never stopping they're never stopping okay so one o'clock in the morning i go online i gotta get my basement fixed yeah i gotta i gotta get some estimates i gotta do this finally i send a company an email at one o'clock in the morning. They emailed me back nine o'clock the next morning. We received your email, Mr. Johnson. We understand, you know, uh, but we've just sent you out a packet. Two days later, I get this huge packet in the mail. Big, thick packet of what this company is, what they do, beautiful pictures. I mean, everything. They got me right then and there. I was hooked. And now I kind of was thinking about when I wrote that email to you, why that was a good idea, what they do. Okay. Right away, when you're reading through all this stuff and everything they're going to do, and just the quality of the marketing materials and everything, right away, you know, this is going to be expensive. Uh It's almost like they completely set you up for it. They set the expectations right from the beginning. Right from the beginning. Mm -hmm. They double check to make sure they email me. Did you get the packet and read through it? When I answered the email, yes, I did. They said, we're going to call and set up an appointment. Two days later, I mean, everything they said they were going to do, they did. They didn't miss a beat. Two days later, I get a call. They set the appointment. The appointment is set. A week before the appointment, they give me another call. The day before the appointment, they give me another call. We okay? Everything's still good? Tell them to get off your back. (laughs) Morning of the appointment, I get a text. I will be there in between this time and this time. We all said, I mean, talk about follow-up, right? 
to the point now where I'm like, oh my God, this is, I'm excited, right? Mm-hmm. Still knowing in the back of my head, this is going to cost me a fortune. Yeah. And they came out, did the estimate. She pulls up, nice truck, not a Corvette, you know, just a nice work truck, good condition. Mm-hmm. She comes out dressed nice, work clothes, but work boots, you know, yeah, not too fancy, but clean. She's down there measuring, doing all this stuff. She says, I need about an hour. I said, you know, there anything? She goes, oh, if I need any questions, you know, I'll ask you. She asked me a couple of things pretty thorough. She's down there a good hour, hour and a half measuring, looking at stuff, stealing my tools. I don't know. Mm-hmm. She comes up. We talk about the whole project for about 45 minutes. Kind of is giving me ballpark prices, but says, oh, I want to, you know, I want to get this all you know, I'm going to get back to my desk, type it all up. I see the estimate the next day. Now we go back and forth on a couple of different options, a couple of different things, extras, taking things away, adding things, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Every time I sent her an email, within a day, I got the response that I was looking for. They came out. When we finally said, okay, we're going to go for it give them a deposit. They give me a date. They send another guy out a week after they got the deposit to go through the job, her measurements, just to double check about windows and this and that. I have never seen anything like it. I called two other places to get the same thing. One guy never returned the call. And I called him a second time. Uh I was trying to get three prices on this. One guy returns the call. The other guy calls me back. He doesn't return. Then the guy who calls me back, he goes, I really don't know when I'll be able to get out there and take a look at it. This guy lives in the town next to me, 10 minutes away. Yeah. And I go, get get to the job? He goes, no, nah, I don't even know when I'll be able to get to the estimate. Like, like I really don't want this job. Wow. The whole time I'm rooting for the other the first people that got in touch with me. Yep. I know they're going to be the more expensive, but I'm I'm like, I, you're rooting for them almost because yep. they just seem like the kind of people that I want to deal with. Mm-hmm. On to, Especially in today's day and age. Like I said, the other two guys, one blows me off and one says, geez, I don't know if I can even get to you. You know, yeah. keep me in mind. Call me in six months or something. I am, if I ever have to get back into it, I am beating my kid over the head. You got to do it this way. Yep. And I think that whole packet, sending out the packet of just the products they use, what they do, who they are and everything, that just set the expectation right away. There was no charge for the estimate. And I know that there's a lot of people out there charging for estimates. But I think if you knew it was going to just by this packet they sent out i'm pretty sure you would know this is going to be an expensive deal do i really want to move forward with it yeah just unbelievable and i said man i want to do a show about this because like i said they were so good so professional so on time with everything i was rooting for them to get this job in the back of my head yeah even still wanting to get a couple other prices just to 
test the waters. You know, they got it by default, but. Well, I'm not going to lie. That was, uh, I was going to throw some shade down there, but uh, that was on point. (laughs) I can see why you're so hyped about it. I think that is the longest in five years that I've ever talked straight on this show. You've, your Canadian stories were not quite that long, but they felt a lot longer. <laughs> um, my friend, uh, my friend that lives in uh, Texas, he retired. He was a carpenter, a phenomenal carpenter. But, you know, he's 60 some odd years old now and he retired and uh, he wanted to have a garage built in his backyard. Uh, a really big, big, grand garage built in his backyard. Uh, he ended up going with a, uh, a company and he goes, you know what? They did a fantastic job. And I would never use them again. He said, because the lack of communication, he goes, I could never pin the guy down. It was like, I could never find out exactly when he was going to starting and he would never get back to me. And I always had to call him and it was just a nightmare getting hold of the guy every time. And the guy would tell me how busy he is and this, you know, all the projects he's got going on. And, and, um, you know, he would see the guy on Facebook saying, Hey, you need a garage done, you know, make sure you call me, blah, blah, blah. He goes, Meanwhile, I can't get him. He's in the middle of my project and I can't get him to, you know, to to respond back to me. So God, I think communication is so important, man. It is so now more than ever. I, I I'll tell you what. Um you there's so many advantages. We talk about the disadvantage of the labor situation now, but there are so many advantages. You know, the, the old expression in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. Um, when there are so many guys that, that just don't get back to the, 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 the clients and they just don't communicate and they just don't do these. Like you said, you were rooting for this person. You know, you're going to spend a lot of money and they're expensive and you were rooting for them because you, you became an advocate for them because they were so on the ball. And if they're smart, that turns into to dollar signs. Right. I mean, you can you, you can. Um... That's where I wanted to roll this into the wood floor guys. I knew they were going to be more expensive, mm-hmm. but it didn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have gone oh, way over and above what I ever thought. They haven't even done the job yet. And I'm already recommending this company out there. Yeah. And they haven't done the work. Wow. Yeah, how crazy is that? But I think this is a this could definitely work for wood floor guys too. Mm-hmm. You know what a great easy way to make extra money. You know why are you seven or eight bucks a foot for sand to finish? Yeah. Well, here's why. Here's why we you know look at the communication. Yeah. Look at there's no questions left. Mm-hmm. And likely you'll be suing them like all the other tradesmen that's worked for you before it's done. But that's not the point at all. Every let's, let's try to stay positive. Okay, all right. Okay, okay. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Let's let's, let's wait I, till to the end. You know, the, let's wait for the pumps to break or something like that till we go bad on this. Okay, but right I, now, okay. Um, right now it's all positive. Right now, Pauline, I feel you. Pauline is pretty happy right now. They, you know? There you go. Okay. She's she's had to spend a lot of time down in that dungeon, and that's what it is. It's a dungeon. Yeah, yeah. Well, after all the years of not doing anything there, nothing. Good right. on you. Yeah. Oh, I I would go down and put a new eighty nine dollars sump pump in from True Value, and you know, I'm, I, I'm like, 
So, what are you going to make me for dinner? Yeah. I deserve you, something good, you know? Pretty special. Yeah. Yeah. No more mm -hmm. standing water that you have to slosh through. Yeah. At one point in her life, she had to wear boots. When she was going that she had to wear boots. Wow. That's pretty rough. It's bad. <laughs> it's a wet. It's a wet well, cellar. Well, I'm, I'm happy for you guys that you're getting that resolved. Listen, <laughs> a lot of what you're talking about is upselling. Every single industry upsells. And I'll give you a, a, a couple of good examples. Um, you ever go to a restaurant and order a salad? All of them, all of them now say, do you want to add a protein to it? Do you want to add a salmon to it? Well, the salad was $17, probably $4 where you eat, but more, you know, in a regular restaurant, $17. I was like, where, what are you at Bruce Chris all the time yeah. now for no. a $17 salad? I'm just making this up. You're, you're a $17 salad and you're adding a protein. That's, well, you, that's probably, a $9 add on to a that's $17. What I, that, that's what I was going to say. $17 salad then goes up another $9 or $7 if you get chicken on it or you get shrimp on it or whatever. That's a hell of an upsell. If they only offered the salad at the end of the year, what that salad, really that salad is just sets the stage for where you really make your money. So, and I'll give you another great example since that one was so good. Um, Uber. When Uber first came out, you could call someone and get a ride, okay? All of a sudden you have like the Uber XL where now you can get like the big black Escalades and with white glove service and, you know, really nice. Again, an experience that you'll never know, but, but it's out there. Hey, 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 hey. I've ordered Uber black before. It by accident, wasn't it? Admit it. No, I like okay. a big car. Come on. Look, look at me. All right. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. Okay. I've seen, I've seen what Uber can show up with sometimes. Yeah. You know, yeah. guy pulls up in a Celica mm -hmm. for, you know, me and somebody, I can, uh, let's go with the black. I learned that from Bill yeah. Price. Just go really? with the black, Uber yeah. black. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well, now you can order a burrito for 10 bucks. You know what I mean? Now they've, they, everybody upsells. There's a, there's a company out there, a shoe company called No Bull Shoes, uh, N-O-B-U-L-L. And uh, they're like a boutique uh, running shoe or whatever, whatever. And at first he came out with kind of the basic shoes and now they're like 199 and I don't have a pair, by the way, $199 for this, you know, fancy shoe. And what they do, they make you feel like you're part of a community. When you, when they do so much advertising, social media stuff, they make you feel like you're a special part of a club and everything. So I'll tell you upselling is so damn important. And there, there are ways you can upsell, uh, for sure, uh, with 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 uh, in the flooring industry, you know, I mean, there's pretty obvious ways, you know, the floor vents and stuff like that. But there's a lot of different ways you can upsell, even with finish, certainly with finish. Um, and and if you're using, you know, if you if you spent the money on a on a on a power drive, talk about it. I would absolutely talk about it. If you're using a Tampico brush, you know, uh, and you're not you're not, you know, letting them know that that's something that you're doing. I would 100% talk about that. These are the re these are the reasons why our our price is what it is. In so. my sanding packet, I would have of course the Bona traffic brochures. I'd have Bona product brochures in there. I'd have just what you were just saying, flush mount vents, medallions, all upsell things all part of that packet. Let people start going through that stuff and they're going to oh, can I have this? Can, even though I have a floor, can you still put a medallion in? Oh hell yeah.
Yeah, there's a hell of an opportunity. And if, you know, I think, yeah, I would, you know, everybody should be striving to be the highest priced guy in their territory. If you're going to be the highest priced guy, you better give them the best estimate they've ever had in their life. That's what I had this. I They gave me the best estimate that I've ever had from anybody ever. Well, and, they, and they're expensive and they're going and they're getting the job. Yeah. But, you know, so far that experience has really set the tone like, man, I am working with some serious people here. Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing about about it right now. I mean, it's a great way to add profit in, uh, to your business and what have you. And the other thing is that, OK, with a labor shortage and if you can't scale up because of that, what you are. It's easier to 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 upsell than it is to go out and get new clients or whatever. And you've already driven to the job. You know what I mean? You've already pulled right. the Sanders. You've 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 pulled the Sanders out of the truck. You've driven to the job. You've done these things. Uh, you you pay the same amount of gas to to make these trips. So if you can upsell on those as well, find ways to upsell. Then on on that job, you'll you'll extract more money out of that job. To the bottom line, at the end of the year, is incredibly uh, the difference is incredible. Can be, um, and um, and you've created a better customer experience. You know what I mean? I keep going back to the same story because it was so impactful for me when I was going to buy a pickup truck the first time. I was going to buy a nice truck for myself when the guy just thought he was that I was basic. You know what I mean? He thought I was going to go over the. He, he had just... no idea that you were a corporate stooge to eat seventeen dollar salads. Exactly. He and... he just thought you were some. Oh, look at the, look at this guy. Yeah. On the other side of the lot, I'm seeing the nice trucks. Yeah, let the, me the, the let ones me I want. Try to get this guy over to the used car aisle. Absolutely, and and so while I'm over there looking at these ones. It's like those are the ones I want over there. Why would he bring me to these ones here? It's bad. And the other thing too. He didn't know he should have asked more questions about me. He should have asked, you know what I mean? Rather than bring me over there. It was a bad, bad, uh, uh, bad sales, uh, salesmanship. So anyhow, um, again, I think you, you, you justify the, the, the quality that you're adding to the job. And, uh, like I said, you're driving to that place. Anyhow, that's why I, I never understood. Like you have, um, a, a restaurant that, um, that's open for, for, uh, let's say breakfast and lunch. It's closed the rest of the day. Well, you that location, you know, if you're not serving dinner or whatever, I mean, it's you're you have the same location, you know what I mean, to make right. the money, the money of that place. So, gosh, why wouldn't you seem like? I mean, the staffing issues and all that, but it just seems like, all right, you have the same amount of time. You still have you have 24 hours at that location every day. Um, you know, why not be open for for dinner or whatever, do something else there? Because you've got, you've already committed to everything, the rent and everything there. You've got the same location. So why just be open for two meals when you could do it for three? I don't know. You know, um, I told you when I used to be a bartender, mm -hmm. the place I bartended, and then the guy who owned it, he turned it into a restaurant, but he kept a bar. So I was still bartending. A good thing was there was out of there by 11 o'clock at night. He served three meals a day. Do you know what his most profitable part of the day was? Uh, dinner? Breakfast. Hmm. No kidding. He said, there is so much money in eggs. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. He said breakfast is his top money maker. No kidding. Profit-wise. Profit-wise, profit yeah, yeah. Profit-wise, he goes, there is nothing to a breakfast as far as cost and labor.
Yeah. Well, so the, you, that brings up a good point. Um, and it's the same thing for floor guys. Where am I making my most money? Is it the prestigious job that's a you know a big 3,000 square foot job, very prestigious, whatever? At the end of the day, is that where I'm making my most money? Or am I making my most money on the sand job that's 800 square feet on the average? Is that my most profitable job? Uh, or is, is the, uh, the 300 square foot install my most profitable job? Where do I... Where do I, if I break this down, make my most money makes me the most, you know, it makes the most sense for me to, to specialize in. So maybe it's not those big, uh, those big monster jobs that you might think it is. And sometimes it is depends, you know, you just have to do the, do the math and figure out what makes sense. Only you see, this is why you're, you're such a professional at this podcast. All I did was mention bacon and eggs. That's all. I mentioned bacon and eggs. You write a story for all floor guys on how it relates to them. I'm going to give you a bell. That's that was a good bell. Yeah, Thank that you, was Bob. a good one. Hmm. You're welcome. I'm hungry now. <laughs> okay. Oh, by the way, speaking of eggs, I have absolutely God strike me dead. Three weeks ago, I mastered the egg. Okay, it's taken me this long. I knew there wow. was a bit. What are you, 63? I know. Well, I never cooked before. Okay. Yeah, know, yeah, that's right. Until, until yeah. recently. Uh, I'm telling you, I always knew there was a better way to cook an egg. I could never figure it out. And I tell you what it is now. Because, you know, I like a crispy egg, like, you know, crispy egg, and then, uh, but the, the yolk to be kind of medium like. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Here's the answer I used to use butter. And when I'm, you know, whatever, it's not butter. It's, it's, you, you got to heat the, 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 the pan up really good. Use, um, olive oil. Okay. Mm -hmm. Put it in, put the egg in there and right away it starts, you know, whatever. And then tilt the, the, the pan to the side and take the olive oil and pour it on top of the white part of the egg, not the yolk. Okay. To make yeah. a per, per, perfect crispy egg. Go. You did it. It's good. You've done it. No. Okay. But I am going to tell you something. Okay. What kind of olive oil are you using? Uh, I don't know. All right. There's two types of olive oil now. Okay. You got your Italian, you know, olive oil for mm -hmm. Italian cooking, right? Okay. I think that's or, what it is. Or flavorful. Most people have the flavorful. Hmm. Okay. Olive oil. There's also another olive oil. And it's what I use when I'm cooking out on the griddle or, you know, just cook. it's like a regular cooking oil, you know, like canola okay. oil or yeah. whatever, yeah. but it's just olive oil, but it's not the flavorful kind. It's just a regular cooking kind. Okay. I'm so I would recommend just go out, look for the regular olive oil, not the fancy okay. flavorful one. And use that for your cooking. That's a free. I'll give you that one. That one's for free. Why? No, why? It's really healthy for you too. Oh, okay. Rather than using canola oil or something like mm. that. And you can see me. I'm an Adonis. Of course. You know. I'm going to pretend to write that down. <laughs> I have a feeling this regular. It's Italian and olive oil because my. I think my I wife. I swear I did too, and. All you need to do is just dip a little bread in it, taste it, and you'll 
you'll okay. go, oh my gosh, that's crazy. I think my it's wife's... olive oil, but it's like olive oil without the flavor of olive oil. It's just for general cooking purposes. Okay. All right. I can roll with that. Yeah. I think my wife secretly likes Italian guys, but uh, she doesn't want to say anything to hurt my feelings. So I'll roll with that. Pauline I'll, likes I'll ask her. Pauline likes chubby guys. Really? Oh, yeah. I know for a fact. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you... Yeah. I know for a fact. Right. I know, you know, I told you before she likes, mm -hmm. she likes watching bull riding. Yeah. Um, uh, who's that, uh, the actor? Uh, think of the actor's name. Bull riding. Uh, bull riding. No, there's another. <laughs> he was the guy in Silverado. Remember the bad guy, Sheriff in Silverado? No. Brian Dennehy. He likes that. She likes that guy. He's sweet on Brian Dennehy. She likes sumo wrestling. I'm like, oh, jeez. Oh, now, right, like, well, she, Pauline's a chubby chaser. You got to eat to keep up. <laughs> I tested Judy but out. But now I know, okay? Mm -hmm. I noticed the last few months, Pauline is in love with these shows like Lone Star Law. All these guys are around checking fishing licenses and stuff. Mm. She's an authority. Seen, you know these shows? Yeah, yeah. You ever seen them? There's like, there's like a dozen of them. Maine, yeah. New Hampshire, all the wildlife guys. So she likes chubby authority figures. There's some guy in Texas. She's like, oh, he's my favorite guy. Chubby old guy. Hmm. Oh, she loves it. Oh, he comes on and she just, she just lights up. I was like, okay. You got longevity in your in your relationship. <laughs> I I test you. You want out. chubby? Yeah. You want chubby? Look I'm your me. guy. Look no further. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, what else you got on on this uh, hey, revelation? The real, 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 wait a minute. Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Speaking of fishing, mm -hmm. <laughs> because Pauline is such a nut with these shows, right? We're going, me and the kids, the grandkids, we're all going to Cape Cod this weekend. Mm. Going to do some snorkeling, some fishing, some boogie boarding, right? We're going to, we're going to kill it for four days. Okay. So I said, geez, and I've been going there forever. Never once did I ever think to get a fishing license. Mm. Ever. So I said, geez, I, that's crazy. Now that I'm watching all these shows with Pauline, I... How come I never got a fishing license? So I go on, Mass State Salt Water, you know, so I get my salt water license from Massachusetts. Yeah. And I'm reading through those who require a license. This is end this is gonna end bad for us. Okay. Okay. Those who require a license for saltwater fishing in Massachusetts, ages 16 to 59. You're kidding. So you don't need a license anymore. Well, you, I had to pay a dollar forty-five for. You still had to get a written permit. Okay. That you signed up and everything. Hmm. And it only costs a dollar forty-five. No kidding. One dollar and forty-five cents. Wow. wow. Right. Yeah, and I'm thinking, yeah, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it hit me. I'm that old. Yeah, I know. I'm that old is like. Oh, please fish, man. We don't, we don't want it. It, it could yeah. be your last line ever. Mm -hmm. You know, 
this. enjoy the day, old man. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> yeah. You you deserve it. That's terrible. Couldn't they say, hey, you know, 59, you, you get 5% off or what? It should, no. you know, it should be called a courtesy license or a courtesy or whatever, because you've been around, you've, you've, you've paid your dues. <laughs> Something yeah. other than, oh, you're over 59? Well, you know, you're that much closer to being dead. This could be your last day ever. Yeah. We don't want to. Yeah. Poor old yeah. guy. But when I saw zero, you know, 16 to 59, over 59, no charge. I was, oh, you should have seen me. I'm like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Finally, and then you get something back for all those taxes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then it was like, oh my gosh, this is not a good thing. Do you know the state of Mississippi does the best thing that I've ever seen? Uh, and I don't know any other states that do this. It's, I've never seen it before in action until I got to Mississippi and went, went uh, fishing on the lake down there. Uh, where you back the boats up at the boat ramp? They had, um, had a, like, a, I don't know, a board right up there. And they had about 30 life jackets on there for free for kids. Wow. That is the best thing I've ever seen. If you don't, if you forgot to bring a life jacket for your kid, there's a free one right there. Is that, is that fantastic or what? That's awesome. That should be every state. Yeah. And could have a couple adult sized ones there too. You know what I mean? For those yeah. poor yeah. unfortunates like myself, they also can't swim. You're, okay. I can't believe how much time you spend on the water and you can't swim. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Well, Rob, what else you got? Well, I was just, like I said, going back to this estimate thing. Um, I just can't stress enough for the guys who are out there doing it, who are always trying to, you know, figure out more ways to make more money without doing more square footage. This company, like I keep going over and over about, I mean, I'd have paid just about, I'd have tried to find the money to get these guys to do the job. Mm-hmm. And if I ever had to go back into the business and I know it's something I'm probably going to drive bum crazy about, you know, you need to start working yeah. like this. Yeah. You know, he's already charging premium price that he's way up there. He's one, definitely one of the highest in the area, but. I think he, if you give a little bit more in the front, I think you'll even get more on the back end of it. Yeah. And yeah, I think well, that's what these people did. But the upsell, I got to give it to you again. Once again, mm-hmm. I'm talking about the packet and you use it for upselling. Mm-hmm. Man, my packet would be thick, full of stuff, just like you said, flush mounts, whatever, whatever it takes. You know, yep. When I was still in the Jansan business, back when I was in sport for Bona, I was talking to uh, a really, really successful distributor in Kansas. And, you know, I had worked with a lot of different distribution for Jansan for a long time. And I said, man, what is your secret? Because he just doesn't seem that he's working that hard. You know, he's happy, right? He's, a, he's just one of those guys. Every time you see him, he's just happy. Well, he's happy because he's just making money hand over fist. But I said to him, you know, we we're kind of joking around one night at supper. And I said, you know, what's the key, man? And he goes, drill deeper. He goes, I am the king of drilling deeper 
with customers. Hmm. If I got them for this, I want them for that. If I get them for that, I want them for this. Yep. And he goes, I just never stop trying to drill deeper with his customers. Well, it listen, helps out. Yeah. And, and here's the reason to do it is you, you, you work so hard in this trade that you owe it to yourself. You absolutely positively owe it to yourself. It, it, you know, sometimes people think, oh, I, I can't get them for that price because it seems like it's so exorbitant, it's so high. But uh, I, I, the Cadillac dealership don't care about that. They don't worry about that. I was just in uh, Best Buy. You know, I have like 8K uh, TVs now. I saw a TV for $10,000. <laughs> I'm trying to justify it, and I know there's no way it, it ain't happening. It ain't never going to happen. But my point is, you know what I mean? Um, Every other industry, don't feel guilty about about charging what they charge. If you offer quality service, especially in a time, a day and age that people don't do this anymore, you know what I mean? It's it's a craft and it's a skill that you just don't see out there. Man, you owe it to yourself to to charge accordingly. You really, really do. I mean, Rob and I don't have any skin in the game. You know, we're just two old guys now. Uh, but uh, what I've They're learned... Getting, old guys getting free fishing licenses now. Damn, damn right. Um, but what I've learned and, and when I've been around the industry and seeing other people across the industry and what have you, uh, man, if there's any way possible you could, to do this, if you really do owe it to yourself, to your business, to your family and everything. There's fine ways. When I, when I just, and we're going to close this up. But when I say upselling... And, and you go, well, I use a Tampico brush every day, so I'm not really, uh, that's just what I do. But it is an upsell. It is something that other people, we're going to talk about this. When we, we're going to have a sanding podcast here coming soon. We're going to talk about this in a minute. But it, it's, a, it's something above and beyond what a lot of people do. So it is an upsell. It is, it is something that you don't have to do, but you are doing to, to create a quality job. You, 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 these things that you're doing, you're doing not for your own benefit, but you're doing for the benefit of the clients. So 100% be able to work that into your, into your, uh, your, your, uh, your estimates and everything, make sure you get that point across and, uh, and, um, hope you get some value out of that. You know, one, one more thing before you cut us off. Um, when I was looking at the packet that they sent me and going through different brochures at different pieces of equipment and everything, it looked really familiar. It looked like something I'd lean put together. Mm-hmm. Okay? I, I was thinking that when you were, when you were saying that, I mean, let me tell you guys something. Nobody, nobody in this business gets it except for Bona when it comes to those those uh, brochures and stuff. You know, I remember years ago when I started with Bona, I thought, geez, you know, some of this stuff eh, looks a little feminine, right? It doesn't look like it's made, and then I you know, mention something to somebody in marketing one day and they go, yeah, a lot of our marketing pieces are geared towards women because they're the ones who are making the decisions on color. I mean, look at some of the brochures that the marketing department has, has made over the years. Look at your adhesive brochures. Amazing. Stain brochures, traffic brochures, craft oil brochures. I'm filling my packet up with all of that stuff. If your distributor doesn't have it, reach out to your your uh, territory manager. He'll get it through the distributor. But my gosh, I wouldn't do an estimate without sending out a packet from now on, ever. And I'll tell you, 
the stuff that Bona makes for our brochures and everything, it's it, it's perfect. I mean, it is absolutely perfect. It just sets the tone. Okay. Because I can't let you have the last word. Uh, <laughs> please, please allow me this. I've said this before, but, but do you want to talk about upselling? Uh, I know, yes, I'm the adhesive guy, but, but listen, I have to say this. If you're, if you're in a client's home and it's at 1500 square feet, let's say it's half inch engineered floor that's going to go down five eighths engineered. If you can let your client know that half inch underneath this floor is a sea of chemicals and together those chemicals form the word adhesive, right? And, um, there's some, there's some products out there that do have some nasty off gassing stuff that, you know, we breathe everything they emit. We crawl around the floor, kids are crawling around the floor, the dogs crawl around the floors and what have you. And, um, everything that those they, they emit, you're breathing that. Okay. So there's only one adhesive in the entire industry that is green guard gold certified, which also it's a third party certificate. It means safe for children, schools, and hospitals. That's a differentiator that nobody else has. So we talk about upselling, you know, to be able to say that, you know what, we offer this to our clients because it doesn't create indoor air pollution and what have you is a great upsell. Okay. You, you, uh, I was going to leave it alone, Rob, but you, you I'm, walked me into it. I'm okay. I'm, I'm fine. Enough said. Thank you for listening to this episode and please stay tuned for another episode. <laughs>